Chicago Bull. Chris Barsby, good morning. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. You've got an insight to that stable or an in, so to speak? Um, yeah, like Ernie just outlined there, um, they're still waiting for a couple of reports to come back, but probably looking uh, less and less likely. Um, he would have to really please if, uh, if he's to make a return to racing, and I say please with his track work. Uh, but in saying that, though, the Saturday before he was set to resume last week, his track work, uh, Gary Senior told me, Gary Hall Senior told me, was as good as it's ever been. It was just that final piece of work on the Wednesday before his race on the Friday night where the issue uh, uh, cropped up. So, um, look, he was coming along really well, but uh, just looks like it's going to be uh, a wait-and-see approach, but unlikely at this stage. When are we going to see all those good horses? Chris Mailpunt, Byron and Co., in Sydney. Uh, this Saturday night. Uh, it's a really good weekend, Steve, because a few of your favourites are going around. Saturday night, Menangle, we've got the uh, features, the Breeders' Challenge features, plus the Len Smith Mile Expensive Ego steps out there. Those two-year-old features, they're coming through nice and early. Uh, the two-year-old feature is race five. So uh, my Alderman Byron, he's got gate number 11 with two emergencies drawn to his inside. So he's out wide. Uh, small tease is drawn in six with an emergency to his outside. My Alderman Ronnie is squeezed in between small tease and my Alderman Byron. And then the following day at Mirraborough down in Victoria, huge day. Uh, Victoria Derby takes place. The Redwood takes place. So that means that Plymouth Chubb is stepping out for Peter Manning on Sunday. And that's a really good race, as you would expect, uh, a feature like this. This is a Group 1, $100,000 feature. He's uh, looking to overcome a second-row draw. He's got gate number 11, Plymouth Chubb. Okay. And our first guest this morning is Brendan Barnes. Well, we've got a lot of features coming up in Queensland. They start on Saturday week. So this Saturday night is the final chance for those to impress selectors looking to force their way into that field. But one horse that we are expected to see on Saturday week is Deus X. This guy's unbeaten. He's a son of Changeover. As we know, Changeover stands here in Queensland at Burwood Stud. And Deus X is unbeaten. He's three for three. He had a trial between races yesterday at Albion Park. He was meant to start from gate eight, which is the inside of the second row. But in the end, he started on the outside of the second row. The end result was what we expected. Uh, he obliterated his rivals, won by over 27 metres. He stopped the clock at 153.7. Brendan Barnes took the drive on Deus X. So to get the report on this unbeaten star, he joins us now. Brendan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you going? I'm really well. Was there a, a set move there instead of starting on that uh, position uh, on the inside of the second row to the outside of the second row? How did that play out? Yeah, well, we sort of just wanted to go there and let him do his own thing and sort of have a good hit out in readiness for next Saturday night. So, yeah, we just wanted to, to sort of keep him out of the way early and, and let him go around and, and sort of run his own trial. Okay, and that he did because, like I said, he's run fast time. Splits of 28, 30.2, 27.8, 27.9. He just looks like he's getting bigger and stronger each and every time I see him. Does it feel that way for you? Yeah, he felt super yesterday. And sort of from, from 11, we had to sort of do a bit of work. We punched through on the back of him. And, and he was sort of three and four deep most of that first corner in, in a 28 and eight quarter. So, he's, yeah, he's had to do a bit of work early and he felt sort of terrific throughout the trial and um, he probably just switched off the last couple hundred metres when there was when there wasn't many around him but um, sort of I never really asked him to do anything never pulled the earplugs he just did that how he wanted to Okay so Saturday week he's going to tackle the Be Good Johnny sprint so it's a, uh, a baptism of fire in many ways but you're confident he can handle this challenge? 
I think so. If we get a good draw and, and um, he's able to be on the front end, I think uh, they'll know he's there. Has he worked with horses like uh, Gerardas Delight, Rock with Sam at home with Jack? Uh, do, you, do you have some sort of gauge on how you think he is going to measure up? It's sort of it's it's hard to tell sort of when he's only sort of he's won a band five and he's won a quali so he's he's yet to take that next big step up but at home he's he probably does the work the easiest out of sort of yeah any horse we got here. Okay, so there's still plenty of upside then. I think so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes when we mm. throw him in the deep end and and yeah, you got to measure up against those seasoned sort of well performers and he's probably only had I don't know forty or fifty starts so he's. Yeah, he's sort of a long way off their experience, but, yeah, he's definitely got the ability, we think. Running similar sectionals, however, Brendan, to the Open Company horses? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so his last start was back on October 2nd. So has it been a plan to go into this race fresh? You you haven't been tempted just to throw him into a free-for-all or or some sort of race just to keep uh, keep him ticking over? You're you're confident that he's rock-hard ready to go next week? Yeah, well, we, th- we think he's sort of a better fresh horse. And there, there was a good race for him, I think, a fortnight in between runs, sort of from his from when he won his last start. I think there was a good race a fortnight after that for him. But it was it, it sort of worked out being sort of two days after the track reopened at Albion, after the maintenance was done. So we, we sort of thought that we might have been better off just um, sort of giving him a trial rather than taking him there in case sort of the track had been a bit heavy like we've sort of had in the past after a track renovation. But... Uh, full credit to the guys in the Darwin Park. They've done a terrific job and the track's come back super. Okay. Now tell me, uh, your brother and your father combined last Saturday night to win the Open with Northview Hustler. Um, who do you rate as the as the main threat? Now, I know you're going to say it's fairly open, and it is, because each and every week we seem to be getting a different Open class winner. But who's number one for you right now? I think I'm pretty solid on Mac Da Vinci. I think, you know, his, his win last time was super. It's, it's hard to go past what Will the Wizard did there a couple, you know, them two weeks in a row and, and also turn it up. He's got electric gate speed. Every time he draws the front, he's, he's pretty well got enough gate speed to put himself in front and make himself hard to run down. But for mine, just Mac Da Vinci, he's done it a few different ways and he's, he's looked good doing it on multiple times. Okay. Could, could we be looking at a potential track record on Saturday week? Uh, it's really warm here in Queensland right now. And given the depth that we've got, and the likely lineup, it's going to be loaded this race. So, is there a possibility that we could see a new track record? I think if if we're going to see one sort of go anytime soon, it'll it'll be sort of next Saturday night. It's just going to depend on draws. I think if we draw somewhere that we can hopefully lead, we'll we'll be more than keen to lead and keep it a pretty genuine tempo. Okay. Well, we look forward to seeing him on Saturday week, Deus Ex. Just before I ask about a few of your drives tonight, just on Saturday night, you're down for both Mr. Freeze and Gerardo's Delight. Have you made a choice at this stage? Yeah, I'll probably stick with Gerardo's Delight, sort of heading into those mare's features. Not a, it, It's not a really kind draw for her, but she's going really well. Uh, I think her run, her run last start was probably better than it, it looked. She lost a little bit of ground up the straight, but she doesn't really like it when they just sprint for 200 like they did behind Turn It Up that night. So, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I'll stick with her leading into the carnival. Okay, she is flying. There's no doubt about it. That's a hot field, though. You just mentioned Mac Da Vinci. LL Cool J is going to strip a lot fitter. So it's a, a tidy race to kick off the card there on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. And the draw hasn't been kind to us. But if, if there's any sort of tempo on and we get half a decent trip, we know she's good enough. All right. And Rock with Sam, he makes his return to racing on the weekend. He's got gate four. Again, it's a little sticky there, given the speed that's on your inside. Black Sedan's one, Colt 31, two. What are we expecting? He looked good at the trials the other day. Yeah, he did trial really good, and um, he'll, he'll probably take a lot of benefit out of that run on Saturday night. So, 
Yeah, we'll have to have a bit of a closer look, see what we'll do there. But um, whatever he does, he'll definitely be a much better horse for the following week. Right, so you're looking forward to the next couple of weeks. It's going to be a real high-quality racing, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. There's some nice horses about and there's some sort of good races coming up for them. All right. Well, let's focus on tonight. Race one, you're driving Boulder. He's drawn the inside of the second row, but he's a last start winner. Can he go back to back? I think so. We just got to we just got to hope for a little bit of luck. Uh, sort of not really sure if the one can hold up. It got crossed last week, but um, he went really good, driven off the speed last week. So uh, yeah, we'll see if we can get a similar trip. All right. Race two, get ready to rock. Uh, this mare just doesn't know how to run a bad race. She was unplaced last time out, but still the run was sound. Efforts prior were really good. Can she overcome gate nine? She can do plenty of work in her run. So yeah, it's, sort of, it's not one of those things that really worries her draw and bad. You can sort of drive her on the speed. You can drive with cover. And, and as you said, she's a horse you'd love to because she just bobs up and earns every week. Is Sweet Lombo the horse to beat in gate two? I think so. It's drawn pretty well, and we're probably going to have to do some work, sort of whether it be mid-race or just try and find a cart into it. We're just going to have to wait and see. All right. Kiang Tara in race three. She's had the two local runs. She's got speed, this mare. Yeah, she does have good speed. She uh, she should do a nice little job around Redcliffe, and, um, yeah, hopefully she can get a nice little trip, and, and she'll be the same. I think she'll hit the line well. Okay. Uh, and the, the last one for you is She's All Star. She's got... The inside of the second row in race number eight, but she's going really well. Can she go back to back? Yeah, we're just going to need to hopefully get a little bit of luck there. Obviously, that race has sort of been the same sort of field week in, week out, and, and she's shown that she can win it if she gets a little bit of luck. So, um, yeah, it's probably in the lap of the gods, that one, but she's definitely good enough. All right. What's the pick of your drives tonight at Redcliffe? Uh, I think they can all go pretty close with the right things happening for them, but I'm going to go get ready to rock just because she can probably make her own luck. Okay, so that's race two, number nine. The strike rate with you and Jack there at uh, at Reckliff over the last couple of weeks is very, very good. Yeah, the the Wednesday night team's been going really well, so that sort of yeah makes it a bit easy to go up there and, and have a nice late Wednesday night. But yeah, can't complain at all. <laughs> and the boss celebrated a birthday last week. Yeah, he celebrated a birthday, and we had, we had a good day too. So yeah, he's happy. Excellent, Brendan. As always, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tonight. Too easy, thanks, Chris. So there's Brendan Barnes joining us, but most importantly, Deus Ex has come through that trial really well, so full steam ahead for Saturday week, mm. which is the first night of the Summer Carnival at Albion Park. How so much gate speed's the horse got, Chris? So it drew he's three, got, four, five. He's got good gate speed, Steve, but the problem is if turn it up draws anywhere on the front row, he, he will cross him. Okay. Back. So that, that is going to be a fascinating barrier draw for so many reasons, uh, the Beagle Johnny Sprint. Mm. If Deus Ex draws inside, turn it up. Will they hold up or not? Take the seat uh, anyway. They'll, they'll try, but uh, I think over the mile, if turn it up uh, gets across, he'll be trying to go all the way. Mm. Matt Crone's with us, Chris. All right. Well, Matt Crone's in good form as well, and he's got a couple of good drives coming through at Reckliff tonight. Matt, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Uh, your form at the moment, really good. Are you happy with the way things are, are moving along? Yeah, it's been a good last couple of weeks, uh, Team sort of turn around and yeah, can't be any happier. Do you have a preference for the Pacers or the Trotters? Oh, I've always loved the Trotters, but at the moment we don't have many Trotters racing besides one, but yeah, mainly the Pacers at the moment. Okay. Well, you've got two Pacers tonight and both are in really good form. They both come out of the same race last week as well. Let's focus on Shuby in race number seven. This is an ideal barrier draw for him. Can he go all the way? Yeah, I think he can. If we can hold the lead, you know, I can make the race in my own way and I reckon he can go all the way. 
All right. LJ's an early scratching. That's not a bad thing for you. No, that's good. She does come out as well. So, and yeah, more worry about the gate speed of the three horse. Okay, right about Chelsea. Now, just with last week, he led, he was able to roll along. Is that his racing pattern? You just want him rolling along at a good even tempo throughout? Yeah, pretty much is, that's his go. You know, he, he can do that type of race and just run along. And, yeah, he, just, he was a bit tired the last 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good tempo that he set, though. Yeah, it was, yeah. It ended up being a uh, personal best mile rate for three marks Indy. Yeah. Well, does this race look any harder than what, what he faced last week? No, I wouldn't say no. Like, especially if he, he leads, you know, like he can he can just set the race up and, yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. Right. Well, that's Shuby in race seven. The following race, Freemark's Indy, who got over the top of Shuby last week, lines up. So you've got barrier one with Shuby. You've got the outside of the second row here with Freemark's Indy. Give me a reason why she can't go back to back. Oh, the only thing that she can't go back to back would be if the race doesn't pan out her way. Like she's more or less same as Shuby, you know. They've got to run along a bit, but if she can get a nifty spot and you know take off, and then hope for the best. Hope she can go top. Yeah. If you could get that same run through at the start like you did last week, that would be ideal. Oh yeah, exactly right. Like yeah, punched through really good last week and got a good spot. So yeah, hopefully we can do that again. Has she been a bit of an improver for you, like uh, just the way she's been able to adapt to the style of racing up here, or did you expect her to do the job that she has done? When we first got her, she showed a bit of hope for us, and uh, she had won a couple of races, and then she sort of went downhill there, and then we ended up giving them a bit of a spell, and she's come back bigger and stronger this time around. Like she's a big horse, and now she's more round, more strength, and yeah. Takes a big stride as well by the look of her. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a very big horse, and surprisingly, I can go pretty close in the gig. So yeah, it's good. All right, which one of those two are you more confident with tonight? I'd have to go with Shuby tonight. Okay, uh, just quickly with tomorrow or on Thursday, I should say, uh, a million promises in race three finally comes up with a good draw, getting gate two, and then Geldof, who's got gate six. Do you rate them? I reckon Million Promises will go pretty close tomorrow, uh, Thursday, yeah. So, yeah, he's finally a good draw for him, so hopefully. All right. And Geldof? Yeah, a bit of a tough draw for him. You know, he likes to be out in front and lead, as he's done in the past. But, yeah, we'll see what, what happens tomorrow. All right. I just want to ask quickly about Rocket Nova on Friday night. He's got the last race. Is there a more frustrating trotter than him? Because he, he seems like he's got all the ability in the world, but he, he just lets himself down with manners. Yeah, 100%. He's probably one of the quickest trotters we've got there. Loads of ability, but just his manners at the start, he, yeah, he just gets a bit toey and then just, yeah, blows it. Yeah. He put a couple of really good runs together, but the last three starts, uh, he's sort of gone back to his dark old ways. Yeah, yeah. He's just, we, we put um, a big shadow roll with some zips on there and it sort of focused him in a few starts. And now I think we've got to change it again on him and hopefully get his mind somewhere else. Mm, so you're constantly playing mind games with him? Yeah, I think he's one of them horses where you've got to constantly change his gear, you know, if he's got something different to think about. All right. Well, fingers crossed there's a few winners for you over the next couple of days, starting tonight with Shuby and Freemarks Indy. Matt, really appreciate the time. Best of luck. Do it. Thanks, mate.
There's Matt Crone. So he's a young junior driver, concession driver. So looking for more opportunities and uh, doing a good job as well. So hopefully he can get in the winner's circle tonight. Darren Clayton is about to join us to find a winner or two for this meeting at Redcliffe. And he's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm very well cashed up. You are. You were tipping recipe for dreaming big yesterday. Yeah, I, I thought that race panned out beautifully for him and that's exactly how it happened. And he was he was really unlucky to start prior. Um, just got carted back by a tiring leader and hit the line nicely. So he got to the lane with momentum yesterday and it, uh, leader Peter didn't have to lead, but he still got us the cash. Yeah, an appealing price as well. So uh, kudos to you there, going in big there with a recipe for dreaming. Uh, what are we going to double down with tonight at Redcliffe? Ten races, action starts at 5.24. All fixed odds markets are up. Which way are we going? Yeah, I'm going one at a little bit of a, uh, a wider price and uh, we're stri- looking to strike nice and early. It's in race number three and it's horse number five, Albion Arc. This is a value play. I think he's better suited at the uh, at the 1780, which he gets tonight, and just finds a race where I don't think there's a great deal of strength drawn inside him. Last time he started from the second line, sort of rolled through. He was going to be in the 1-1, and then all of a sudden, Laura Milady worked onto the front. That left him exposed in the breeze, and that's not really his go. Fought on strongly, eight and a half metres behind Jillaby Jackpot. The start, two starts prior, he placed on both times. They were over the 2,040. That's not his go. Back to the mile, or the 1780 of Redcliffe, of which he was a winner four starts back. I just think this race sets up for him. Race three, number five, Albion Arc. Okay, so Albion Arc, three by five, currently with tab, 850, fixed. That's for the win, $2 the place. You happy with those figures? Yeah, certainly. I think that's a, a really good price. Obviously, the speed drawn down in gate one with JDB Rowland. Um, JDB Rowland worked to the front. Or he couldn't actually get to the front last time from gate two. Probably holds up easy enough this time, but uh, he's the threat. But I'm, I'm more than happy with Albion Arc in that race. Okay, so we're going with Albion Arc in a race three. Uh, we might even play the early quarter tonight. Misty Creek draws one again. He's chasing five straight. Have you got him on top? Misty Creek, yeah, certainly. He's uh, he probably this is going to be a little bit harder. He's stepping up again. He's only a two-year-old taking on the older horses. These ones are a little bit stronger than he has met to date. That said, he gets all the favours from Gate One. He's been able to do uh, do it out in front each and every time. He finds the lead again here, provided he doesn't get uh, softened up or or anything really comes around to have a good look at him, I can see him taking them all the way. And he's short enough. Crown Mojo, I was keen Crown Mojo last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, he got yeah. polaxed. Yeah. Um, you, you don't like to, to say that uh, something looks a good thing that far from home, but I'm going to throw it out there that I thought he looked a good <laughs> thing in the run at that point of the race. Um but yeah, unlucky Crown Mojo. I, I certainly, I've got him in for second. But happy, I'd go one out with Misty Creek in that uh, that fourth race for the the fourth leg of the early quaddy. Um, but it's certainly a harder race for him this time around. All right. Well, it looks a two horse race according to the tab market. Misty Creek one eighty five, Crown Mojo three forty. So they're clearly the top two. Uh, let's focus on the main quaddy races five, six, seven, and eight. How are we going to play this opening leg tonight? Yeah, I thought it was a really tough one. 
I've marked Abercrombie Tab on on top. He's been a winner uh, recently, uh, about half a dozen runs back, and placed uh, in four of his runs since that win. Uh, gate four, a little bit tricky, but I think he can get over the top of them. Number eight, Man of Lisa. He was a last start winner. Not sure how he ends up on the second line. He's probably better suited out in front, but we'll include him. Um, number five, Fair Each Day In. Hasn't had a start for a little bit, just been freshened up. I think uh, she's one that can certainly get there. Just um, in that race, you watching me, number one, it'll start favourite. Just not really sure where it's up to. It's only had the one career win, and uh, it's just having a second start for Aileen Smith, who does a great job with her small team, can always turn out a winner. So happy to play around him in that quaddy. So going with the numbers four, five, and eight. Okay, race number six tonight. This starts the treble. How do we play it? Yeah, putting Wedding Night on top here, um, horse number two, looks the leader. Um, whether they look to, to take her all the way or whether they opt for cover, I just thought maybe they might opt for cover. Um, she's going well enough. She's had three wins in her past five starts, so she's certainly going to be in the thick of it. If she gets to the front and tries to take them all the way, well, then that sets up perfectly for Aruna. Um, he was favourite last time, but uh, couldn't quite finish it off. And if uh, that's the case, Abby Diadema will be down on the peg, so probably a peg-dominated race. We'll go 2-1 in seven. Okay, so 1-2-7 there, but two the on-top selection. Race number seven, uh, we just spoke with Matt Crone. And uh, he thinks Shuby's going to prove hard to beat off the inside gate. How do you see it? Yeah, I saw, certainly thought so as well. I've marked him on top, and uh, he certainly gets his opportunity to, to lead there. Probably a little bit of speed drawn outside of him, but not a great deal. Um, can probably see Chasing Dreams, the stable mate, have a little bit of an early look, and, and perhaps Harry Croft comes around to, to sit at his wheel. But um, certainly thought Shuby gets every chance, and... Probably the dangers on his back, Valkyrie Hanover. Um, she's uh, only got the one win to her name, breaking a maiden there a couple of starts back, but I'd, I'd be happy enough to go one out with the one, Scooby. Okay, so we'll go one out there, and how do we bring it home, race number eight? Yeah, another tricky little race, this one. Um, I've, I've marked number seven, She's All Star, on top. Um, we just heard Brendan mention her chances there. She will need a little bit of luck, but if that luck goes her way, she follows out a horse that has been the leader at his last few. So um, if he holds the lead again, you expect her to get every run. Just whether she gets to the passing lane with momentum, I guess, is the danger. Number five, right time. He's got three wins in four starts at Redcliffe, and you can probably put a line through the one he missed. He's had no luck in that. So he's going to loom large there at some stage. An old ghost gum, I don't think you can ever discount him in these type of races. He shouldn't be too far away. So we'll go um, five, seven, and eight with number seven. She's all-star on top. Okay, so five, seven, eight, but seven, the on-top selection there. So repeating those numbers, first leg, four, five, and eight. Second leg, one, two, and seven. One only, Shuby in race number seven. And we'll bring it home with numbers five, seven, and eight. Darren, the best bet tonight and good value as well. Race three, number five, Albion Art, currently $8.50, $2 the place with Tab right now. Hey, Steve, there's a good story tonight uh, with this horse that uh, Darren just mentioned going around in race number six, uh, Wedding Night. Uh, now prepared by Greg Franklin. He bought this mare. He bought this mare after start number 61. She was a 61 start maiden. She had nine different trainers. 
And uh, since being under the care of Greg Franklin, she's won three from five. All of the victories have come at Redcliffe, but that's a, a great turnaround uh, in the fortunes of wedding night. So mm. uh, job well done to Franco there, doing a, a big effort to turn around that mare. Gee, he wouldn't pay much for it, Chris, would he? I think $800. Mm. That would have been yeah. overs at the time, you would have thought. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he certainly uh, he certainly cashed in. There's no doubt mm. about it. So uh, eagle eye, and uh, he's got the job done, and she's a very good chance mm. of winning again tonight, as Darren just highlighted. I think I saw Blake Fitzpatrick. Yes, I did yesterday in the winner's circle at Hawkesbury with a bolter. $61 chance, Blake Fitzpatrick. So he's going yeah, well okay. on the thoroughbreds at the moment. Yeah, too right. Mm. Too right. It's good to see. Good but, to see. So. Well, punters didn't like it yesterday, Chris, because it was a short price favourite in the race, and designer made one, as I said, extreme outsider for Cathy O'Hara. Race to a Hawkesbury yesterday. Thanks for that, Chris. Okay. Thanks, Steve.